Is that the same robe you got me? Kelly, oh Kelly. Oh my god. You're listening to the My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast. Hi, and welcome to the My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Cobb, and I am so excited for this week's episode. As you can see, we have a special guest here, and Brittany and I are going to uh, do a little Q&A together. Hi, Brittany. Welcome. So excited to have you on. Before we jump into this week's podcast episode, uh, I wanted to say thank you to everybody who has subscribed to my YouTube channel. We are almost at 2,000 followers, and I am so excited. Uh, And for those of you who have subscribed or followed me on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And one last big thank you to everybody who's joined my Facebook group. If you're not a part of it just yet, please feel free to join the My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast Facebook group. I do also want to start out by giving a little disclosure. I know a lot of you guys are really excited to have Brittany on this week's episode. I am too. Uh, But as I mentioned on last week's episode, Brittany and I are both in contract. So with that said, there are limitations to the things that her and I can talk about. A ton of you guys submitted incredible questions that we would love to answer in full detail, but unfortunately we just can't. So we're going to try to answer as many things as we can to the best of our ability and as much as we're allowed to. Also, we will be talking about exes, not specifically about any ex in particular. So for legal purposes, this is related to nobody specifically. So we're just going to be sharing some stories from our past and hopefully you guys enjoy it. I know you will because it's girl time with Brittany and uh, it's going to be a great time. Per usual, uh, if this is your first time listening to my podcast, I go through weekly highlights and lowlights, so the good things that happened in my week and the bad things, and so Brittany's going to jump in and do that with me this week, so let's get started with highlights and lowlights. Highlights and lowlights. Starting off with highlights, uh, Brittany and I are actually recording this episode a little bit early. So uh, since this episode has been recorded, I have gotten my eyebrows microbladed. I am so excited. This uh, local business called Swamp Mermaid Beauty Project, they DM'd me on Instagram and were like, hey, we want to do your eyebrows for free. And I'm like, yeah, sure. That would be awesome. I have no eyebrows I don't know about you Brittany do you have like do you have draw on your eyebrows I do I have eyebrows but I dramatic effect I draw them on yeah okay I yeah okay and I feel like a lot of girls too like we either fill them in a lot to define them or draw them on like mine are literally like this long I'm not kidding and they're blonde like I have dirty blonde like so light so I've been like dying to get my eyebrows microbladed but it's pretty expensive so getting that done this week and I am so excited and uh or got this done if you're watching this on Tuesday and then my other highlight is having Brittany on my podcast so excited you're my first guest isn't that cool blessed lucky yeah and I've done like lives and stuff with Stephanie and other friends but uh I haven't had a guest on my podcast so hopefully like the quality and setup is good I mean it's all new to me but I'm so excited to have you here. It's really cool. I'm so excited. It's been a hot request. I know. I feel like, I don't know about you, but whenever I put like a Q&A sticker on my Instagram stories or something for feedback, people are like, I want to see Brittany on your podcast. And I'm like, all right. Almost Very popular demand. Every TikTok, there's a comment that relates to that. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, definitely a highlight for me. I appreciate you making time. Obviously, like we, you and I posted that TikTok or two together. So we've, for like the people watching, Brittany and I have obviously talked before. We've had uh, Zoom calls and phone calls and texts and we've really gotten to know each other. So it's cool though, to be able to share our conversations with you guys. Uh, But Brittany, what is, 
What is it? I said they wanted the tea. I know. They wanted the tea. We can't give all the tea, but we will give as much as we can, of course. Some drops. Uh, so we will definitely be sharing our uh, inner thoughts and feedback about things that we've been through. Uh, but Brittany, what is your highlight from this past week? Anything going on crazy? So in California, I don't know about Austin or any other places, but all over California, there is this food truck event and major foodie. Um, and it's called Foodie Land Sacramento. And there's just hundreds of different varieties of food trucks that come out. And you just hop hundreds, hop, hundreds, hundreds. Wow. There's every type of food you can think of. I got a, um, they had pancakes in the shape of male genitals. They had <laughs> anything and everything you can think of they had there. And I went with a group of my friends and it was just a totally fun time. They did not have a bar, no, no alcohol food trucks, but they did okay. have some beers. Yeah. Um, so is it, is it just in one part of Sacramento or is it like all over the city and you kind of hop around? They hold it at Cal Expo. So where they do the state fair every year. Oh, I yeah. love PTSD from Cal Expo. <laughs> the state fair is so hot. I always have a good time, it but it's hot. just so hot. I mean, okay. That's cool. Are you a picky eater at all or not really? I don't eat fish. So I was down to eat anything there that did not sell fish i did have a reptile i had alligator chicken alligator nuggets oh my god was it good i've eaten alligator too like years ago when i was in new orleans and i don't really i remember just eating it because like you had to because like, yeah. you're in new orleans exactly. bucket list kind of thing it was a new but... orleans themed food truck it tasted like chicken but yeah i had the mental block of i'm eating a reptile so it tasted good, but I was still gagging at the same time. Ew. Probably won't do again, but I can say I did it. Yeah. No, that's gross. Oh, my God. Good for you, though. Like, very, very adventurous. I'm definitely, like, a like a chicken tender gal. Like, I'm that bitch who will order chicken tenders and french fries. It's just who I am. Uh, but it's good to, like, try new things, definitely. But that's cool. I don't think when I lived in Sacramento they had that. I don't. It I don't. Was, in the last two or three years, I think. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Never heard of it, but I didn't really do much when I lived there. So I'm getting back uh, out there. Yeah. Get, getting back out there. Um, as for low lights, uh, I was just telling Brittany about this before the call, but it's been raining really hard in Austin. And I did an Instagram poll and like 2000 people responded that they love the rain and only 300 people responded that they don't like the rain. And I'm 50-50. I, you know, when it's cold outside, I like the rain. But in Texas, this is my first, you know, Texas summer rain, real rainstorm that I experience. And it's just hot and muggy and gross. And, you know, it sucks. And I can't take Louie out to go potty or anything. So that sucks. Uh, I'm excited for the sun to come back out. And then my second low lights, uh... I was like casually talking to this guy for like a while now and you know like I've still been dating and stuff and we'll talk about it more later but we've been like talking texting every day for like almost two months very casual like he has like commitment issues and I just like got fed up with it the other day and I'm like no like I've dealt with like my fair share of bad guys and it's just not worth it anymore to waste your time. So I gave him like the goodbye, you know, text and was like, I just can't emotionally do this anymore. And so he was understanding. He was really sad, but he's like really active on social media and it's really frustrating. So he's like posting cute stuff every day and just putting salt in the wound. So and that's what, it's just hard, like, you know, getting back into dating. And now that I'm out there, I'm like, eh, I'd rather just be single and hanging out with Louie than getting my heart broken again. It's not that bad. What, what is, what Being is it? Single, it's not that bad. No, it's great. Here. It's honestly, 
Yeah, and I I've enjoyed the single life a lot and people ask too like are you dating again? And I definitely took my time. We can talk more about this in a little bit, but it's not bad. You are so right. It's not bad at all. You get to do whatever uh, we want whenever we want. Mhm. Um speaking of being single, I want to know what your low light is this past week. Tell me. Let's hear it. Okay, everyone. My low light is having probably the biggest fight I've ever had broadcasted to over 3 million people. Um, oh, it's up to 3 million now. That's great. Somewhere up there. And yeah. Little... What words are you? You don't have to repeat it. But I do want to get a bumper sticker that just says, like, Some... you know, fill in the blank. Some guy on Twitter said he'd make us phone screens that say it. Like phone cases? Like like phone screen backgrounds. Oh my god. I told him to yes. do it. I'll do please. it. Please. We can get get t shirt. Well, maybe not t shirts, but the phone screen. I support that. Um I will say I so if you guys are listening to this podcast now on Tuesday, the season finale aired of I Love a Mama's Boy season three. Obviously, we know Brittany was on it. Uh, I have my association with the show as well. And going through a breakup on national TV is so difficult. And I think what's difficult too is, you know, obviously we don't see the whole story. We don't know everything that happened, uh, you know, on both ends too. But, you know, it's, it is frustrating and it's hard. It's really hard to watch that all back. Um, I talked in last week's episode, podcast episode about how, you know, they pick and choose what they air, what they don't air. And also we don't get to see the show for the first time until everybody else does. We don't get to watch it ahead of time. So you just saw the finale for the first time. Was that like crazy to rewatch that experience? Because for me, like my finale, I like push that out of my memory so fast and then to relive it was really hard it was crazy because not only am am I reliving that experience I'm also judging everything I do every little detail how I walk what I say how my voice sounds like my voice was shaking that entire time like that anger was yeah, genuine. it was um mm-hmm. so it's just it's kind of triggering rewatching it and just feeling those emotions again and in a sense getting reworked up and judging yourself and being hard on yourself but at the same time it reassures you that everything that happened did happen for a reason so it's bittersweet definitely and did you have like friends and family to watch it with you did you watch it alone buried in a blanket cave <laughs> what did, how did you uh, experience that so every weekend my best friend caitlin who i'm sure you all have seen she was there for my bitch sesh um yes oh my god she found that shot like a boss mm-hmm. she's cool i want to drink with her uh, she she's amazing <laughs> i love her so much um watch it with her and then i watch it with all of our guy friends because they sit there and narrate the entire thing and just make it so such a better experience than most of the time it is for me. They sit there. Yeah, I can only imagine. Yeah. yeah. You have a big group of guy friends too, right? Yeah. Like a huge group of guy yeah. friends. Yeah. I've known them all since high school. Like we've all just clicked for so long. They're amazing. I would love to be a fly on the wall and see what, you know, your guy friends' reactions are to watching the show because you know, I watched it with my girl, like the seasons I was on, I watched with my girlfriends and like, you know, we are laughing, but to get a guy's perspective on all of it too, must be like, so interesting. Well, honestly, like you're a trooper, you're a survivor. Uh, we'll talk more about it a little in a little bit, but I understand why that's a low light for you because yeah, you're having to relive those memories that you probably don't like thinking about anymore. And yeah. Ugh. PTSD. <laughs> like it's, it was hard for me to watch and I wasn't even there. Like I can only imagine how 
just being in that moment, how frustrating it was. But honestly, like the world is on your side. You just really speak your mind. And I think we love that about you. So I felt like I was watching your dinner scene, but with me. Right. Mm -hmm. It's crazy how history repeats itself. Right. So weird. Oh, weird. So weird. Um, totally. Yeah. But that is major low light. Uh, and we'll, we'll chat more in a little bit about that, but the next section of my podcast, uh, again, if you're watching for the first time, we go through highlights, low lights, and then we talk about pop culture and some of our current faves. So, uh, we're going to dive into those. Oh my God. I love your skirt. Where did you get it? Thanks. Just got it. I see it. Number one, pop culture. I am a major Britney Spears fan. Britney, ironically, are you? Are you a Britney gal? It's Britney, bitch. Yeah, you have to be, right? Um, love Britney. Uh, we're restarting the Free Britney movement with you. I saw that on Twitter. That was amazing. I love uh, it. It's so funny. But in pop culture, I wrote, I'm looking at my notes right here, but six years ago, Britney released her last album, Glory, and now she's releasing new music, which I am so excited about. It's been like six years. That's crazy. Uh, she teamed up. I don't know if you know about this, Britney. She teamed up with Elton John uh, for a highly anticipated collaboration for a duet titled Hold Me Closer, and it's a new version of John's 1971 classic, Tiny Dancer. I saw a clip of her new song on TikTok. And I'm like, I'm already so excited for it. So did you hear it yet? No. Oh yeah. I didn't even it's, know Britney it's gonna be good. had a TikTok. Oh my God. You need to, yes. I mean, she's like, God bless her soul. Like she's really been through it in life, but her content on Instagram and TikTok is wild. Like, you know, she's been through a lot and is still dealing with things. And that kind of reflects on her social media. So check it out. You should totally watch it. It is crazy. Instagram, not, not the, the Twitter or TikTok though. Yeah. It's similar vibe for sure. I think she posts like more stuff on, on TikTok, but the song came out. I'm really excited for it. And it kind of sounds like her voice is more mature now. And I don't know. I'm just excited. I love her. I have like the t-shirts. I went to her concerts and grew up listening to her. So yeah, that's my little pop culture. Anything stuck out to you this week? Not, not really. Um, no, I mean, your mind has been focused on other things. Yeah, so. I've been so indulged in responding to comments and just talking to people and getting my point across. I, yeah, it's a lot of work. It is hard. I say, yeah, and I say a lot too, like I need to get better at, responding to dms and comments but it's like to be honest like i'm sure this is the same for you like hundreds a day hundreds. on all platforms and i don't have an assistant i don't have a manager like all my brand partnerships all my comments social media content i do that all on my own as do you and so i feel really bad because i want to respond to everything but i can't but you've been really good about like i'll go on twitter or something and You've already responded to everybody's tweets. I'm like, damn, Britney's on fire. Twitter's doing really favorite. good. Twitter is my favorite, and that's where the least active people are. And but they say just the most outlandish things that I can't say, and I love it. I love it. I love Unhinged. Twitter. Unhinged, unfiltered. Uh, I saw something funny about how like Twitter is like the like black sheep of the family of social media. And like, yeah, that's so true. Uh, okay. So for current faves, obviously Twitter is one of your current faves. Big time. And your TikToks blowing up. I saw that you're over like 10,000 followers already or something, right? Try my best. I'm uh, I think 18. Okay. That's amazing. Seriously. I did not that's so think cool. I would even have. 30. Yeah. 30 followers, not 30,000. I did not. I didn't think people would actually like me. I thought I would be hated. Yeah. I, I actually relate to that feeling. Like it's, you don't know how 
the public's going to perceive you, but you are a good person. I think people, you know, people recognize good people. So they want to follow you and they want to like see you succeed and everything. So I think that's, that's really special. For me, my current fave, like totally unrelated to the show, I got this texturizing spray from Color Wow. I don't know if you've tried it yet, but like a really good hairspray and I'm so excited to try it. And I'm going to be talking about it on my weekly vlog. So I'll show you guys and like give you my review and stuff. But I just bought it along with like a bunch of other hair products and I'm very excited about that. So that's my current fave. So that pretty much wraps up you know, the pop culture and current faves section. And now, drum roll, we are going to hop into the Q&A portion with Brittany. So excited for this. Again, we're going to speak very vaguely about some things, and I'm so sorry in advance if that's frustrating, but we're going to say as much as we can and uh, just have a really fun conversation about each other, the things we went through, Mostly focus on Brittany. Sorry, Britt. Spotlight's on you. Uh, but it's going to be a really, really good. No, don't be nervous. But it's going to be a really, really good time. So let's hop on in. My next partner is a fashion app called Regalia that I have personally been using and have fallen in love with. I know what you might be thinking, oh, another app, but guys, this one is actually a game changer. If you're anything like me, you love seeing people's cute outfits on social media, but you hesitate to buy what they're wearing because you're not sure if those clothes are going to look just as good on you since you have a completely different body type than the person who posted. As the first body positive social marketplace, Regalia is a shopping app for real people. On Regalia, you browse clothes based on your body type, shop your favorite brands, and share to express your style. The Regalia fashion community helps you find clothes that look great on you through a personalized online shopping experience. To sum it up, Regalia is a fashion network where you follow people with your body type, a social marketplace where you buy clothes online, and a body positive app where your size is celebrated. So what are you waiting for? Try Regalia today. The link to download is in the description and make sure to use my referral code, Kimberly Cobb. See you there. And now we're going to jump into the Q&A portion with Brittany. So I posted in my podcast Facebook group asking for you guys to submit some questions. Uh, I compiled lists from commonly asked questions. And I do want to say, of course, there are a lot of hot topic questions that Brittany and I get asked every single day multiple times a day about very specific people and unfortunately I'm just gonna be very honest we can't talk about those things and I'm so sorry please don't rate me poorly on uh, my Spotify and Apple podcast because of that just being honest uh, we would love to talk all about things that we can't talk about but we can't that said we still can talk about a lot of things so you guys submitted questions we have answers and I am going to jump on in. Brittany, are you ready? Let's do this. Oh, don't look too excited. <laughs> All I good have questions. RBF. It's so bad. Do you? I, I haven't do. noticed. Oh, oh shit. Wow. That's terrifying. If, if you're just listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, Brittany just gave us her RBF, her resting bitch face, and it's terrifying, and I would not want to be on her bad side. I have to actually uh, try to, like, make a normal-looking face. I have to use the muscles. I, I just look tired when I have a straight face. I don't have RBF. You really do. <laughs> oh, my God. I never noticed. Wow. Well, you're so pretty, but it's very scary. Okay. Obviously, uh, you and I have, you know, <laughs> we've become friends, but, and you know, we've already talked before, but for people that are new to the podcast, do you want to tell me a little bit about yourself, introduce yourself to the listeners and maybe tell us more about your little dentist office job, <laughs> air quotes. So 
winding it back, I am from Sacramento, California. Kim and I actually grew up around each other our entire lives, had no idea each other existed. Um, yeah, what part of town were you in again? I forget. I was in the Arden area. Yeah, we were like 10 minutes away from each other. Yeah, and Kim actually went to high school with my OG ex. They did a little talking for a little bit, so we're connected through that too. Um, so crazy. Did you ever talk to him about it? Like, no. No, that's no. okay. He's yeah. Be gone. Um, yes. But I used to live in Stockton, California as well. And then I moved to Nashville, Tennessee. And then I came back to Sacramento just two years ago. So ended up here at my little dentist office living my best life. Which for the record, it's not just a little no. dentist office job. Uh, you know, it takes schooling and what you go through like every day with your job is intense. Like I couldn't handle it. That's for sure. I get assaulted and screamed at and belittled every single day. I mean, I've had people hit me before. What? Why? Office, the needle. They're scared of the needle. So they hit you? Yeah. They'll like try to push you out of the way. They'll grab your wrist while, Yeah. Wow. I will say like, I've never had dentist orthodontist, like anxiety at all up until this year, like something triggered in me this year where my anxiety is through the roof. And I've talked about it before, but like, I used to be able to go to the dentist and literally lay there and like fall asleep. And now I get like anxious and panicky, but I can't say I've ever been inclined to hit somebody like hit my, you know, dentist or so you're a dental assistant, right? Is that yeah. your title? Like I'm, I've never been inclined to hit a dental no, assistant. I'm crazy. terrified of the dentist, but I sit there and just cry in peace while they do yeah. it. I just, I sit there and I cry. I, you don't have to physically attack anyone. That is crazy. Uh, do you go to your own dentist for your dental work? I do. He, I get it done for free. So I would never go anywhere else. Very good perk. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Um, I do want to know, completely unrelated to dentistry, what's your Zodiac sign? When's your birthday? May 27th, 1995. My Gemini. There's <gasps> oh, all kinds of that's right. stereotypes. Yes. Well, that's okay. My cousins are Gemini and they're great. They're a little cray cray, but I love them. So, uh, Fun Any fact. other, like, what's like a, yeah, I was going to say, fun give us fact. like a fun fact. You actually Not to put you just on. said it, cray cray. I got called that my entire life. I'm, oh. But everyone knows, as from my Instagram and TikTok, I have my name listed as Brittany Taylor. That is not my real name. My last name rhymes with cray cray. And so I got called that growing up my entire life. Wait, I'm trying to think of what your last name is now. I have it saved in my phone. I'm going to look. And it rhymes with Craig. Or not necessarily rhymes. It's like a few oh, letters yeah. Yes, I know that. Okay. And I love, side note, we, t- we kind of talked about like in our other call, staying anonymous or like keeping your private life more private. Yes, you're on TV, but you chose to keep your last name disassociated from the show. Why is that? Because jobs mostly um jobs if i'm dating someone i don't want the first thing they do is to google my name and have anything anything at all pop up about me with this i don't Mm -hmm. want future employers to look at my name and i have a very unique last name so if they found me by my last name on social media they would see all this crazy stuff i went through and like these comments you guys are amazing Listeners, you're amazing, but some of these comments, like, that's just stuff I don't want a future guy I'm dating or employer to see, especially without them actually getting to know me first. Um, Yes. So I left, I I pulled a little Hannah Montana on it and chose to switch my last name up. So I have. That's honestly, it's so smart. Yeah. You know, I I met a guy when I first moved to Austin and uh, not right when I first moved to Austin, but after season two and 
you know, him and I were talking and told him my name and stuff. Well, the next time we hung out, he was like, oh my God, I looked you up. I watched your proposal on YouTube. I'm like, you know, he had a few drinks. So he was like no. saying, like, he's like, oh, I watched all of it. I was like, oh my God, like so embarrassing. We're done. So yeah, it, that definitely didn't uh, continue. But uh, well, there's like, I feel there's a lot to you besides, you know, that little, little bio, but for the most part, I think people, when I see you on the show, again, I said it earlier, they can tell you're a good person. I can vouch for that. You're an amazing person. And I just, you know, reality TV only shows a glimpse of who you are as a person. So, but from what they've shown, you know, you stand your ground, you are sassy and people love you and I love you. So yeah. Uh, let's talk about how we met. If you want, we can kind of talk because people want to know, like, how did we get connected? Did I reach out? Did you reach out? Tell us. So, Tell us our meet cute. So Kim and I's meet cute. Um, kind of a funny story. So I, um, after that lunch scene where I got blocked on everything, um, I have to backtrack a little bit. So I, I was raised to believe that Kim was this just wretched human being that had horns growing out of her head and breathed fire. Them. Yeah. yeah. Breathed fire. <laughs> She's just like devil's work, horrible person. Um, and the more I learned about other things, I started to question that and I actually started watching Kim's TikToks. I was religiously listening to her podcast. I was stalking her Instagram. I was Kim's biggest fan. Like I account for probably 30% <laughs> of her TikTok views. Um, Thank you. Love that. <laughs> and so after that lunch scene where I got blocked by someone, I um, wanted to message Kim, but I figured she's getting flooded by messages. So what do I do is I go on Facebook and I message her mom. Um, and then I sat yeah, I there. I forgot you messaged my mom. Yes. <laughs> and then my mom, my, my mom texted me and was like, do you know a girl named Brittany, you know, whatever. And I was like, no, cause I actually didn't know, you know, maybe I, I don't know if I knew about you at that time, but I didn't know like your last name. And I was like, no, I don't know who that is. Thought it was just spam. I have to sneeze. I'm trying so hard to hold it. And so I was telling my little sister you can sneeze. You about, can sneeze. <laughs> you need to I'm sneeze. like, look at the light. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. I was telling my little sister about how I, I wanted to like talk to Kim about some things. And she decides she's going to DM Kim on Instagram. Like a week later, Kim reaches out to me and sends me a screenshot. Without you knowing. Because you didn't knowing. know she was going to message I didn't yeah. know. And so Kim reached out to me and she sent me a screenshot of what my sister sent. And I was just kind of embarrassed. Um, but we got to talking, we talked for like four hours. For <laughs> yeah. A really a long time. Yeah. Was, the weather was really interesting yeah, to talk about. Awesome. Um, yeah. And it wasn't crazy at all. Yeah. It was it was pretty sunny in Sacramento that day. Yeah. <laughs> True. Uh, no, it was, a, it was a really good time. And I'm glad that your sister messaged me. Uh, obviously, like you do keep, especially at that time, I think your Instagram was private. So I didn't really know who you were, how to contact you, even if I wanted to. And so I'm glad that your sister like meddled and connected us. And I just, you know, from the moment I knew of your existence and connection to the show my first thought has never been like I'm jealous of this girl or I like I hate her like I was like is she okay let me check in on her I just wanted to make sure that you were good and I like I am not a religious person at all but I like kept you in my prayers I was like I just want to make sure that she is like safe and being well taken care of like that's all I cared about so I'm glad we were able to connect. Now we have a lifelong friendship and, uh, you know, I would love for you to visit Austin. Of course, one day you're always welcome. I want to hang come. out with me and Louie. Come party. We can meet some 
Boys. I just want to go to uh, the pool. <laughs> oh, my pool's so nice. It's a nice pool. I just want to go I, out there. You and Danny. Yeah. I want to meet Danny, too. Oh, my gosh. Yes. We love... We're... We're very team Brittany and she loves you too. She's like, Adorable. can I follow, can I follow Brittany? I was like, I thought you already did. She's like, okay. Yeah. Um, Danny is Danielle that I talked to you guys about on my podcast. That's my best friend here in Austin. And then Brittany and her, I've gotten to be friends too, which is really special. My next question was, you kind of just touched on it, but what was your first impression of me before you met me? And now that you've met me, How's that opinion changed? Oh my Again, goodness. Kind of I thought you were um, selfish. <laughs> that was a key word, selfish. Um, trigger words, selfish. Trigger words. Um, I thought from everything like that was ingrained into me, I thought you were just this manipulative, selfish, self-absorbed, horrible person, <laughs> to put it bluntly. Yeah. And no, I, yeah. No. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of why I, part of why, like I'm here, I'm having hearsay at that point. And so I started to, obviously I couldn't reach out to you, but I started listening to your podcast and TikToks to kind of get insight. Like, is this girl as crazy as what I've heard or am I just being fed bullshit? Which I yeah. was. Um, and so I started just you're thinking, like, she's, you're being told I'm like so evil. And then there's me on TikTok, like dancing with my yeah. dog. It, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it was just, it was so that first time talking to you, I was honestly on edge. I was like, can I trust her? Is she, yeah. gonna, is she recording this right now? I was very nervous talking to you the first time. And just that conversation was so crucial in getting to actually know you and also you getting to know me and it completely changed my view of you. You sat there and talked to me for hours, just calming me down and giving me answers to things that were ruined, like kind of ruining me. I was left in the complete dark and you were there. You were the one that was there. I calmed you about the Mm -hmm. weather. Told you the, the weather's weather. gonna be okay. The, we- the weather's yeah. looking bright. The weather's looking bright. Uh, oh, I love that. Yeah, and I, to be honest, like I didn't have any, you know, idea of like who you are as a person. But obviously now I think you're great. So, yeah, love it. Uh, next question is: What were your thoughts when watching the show for the first time? And did you watch it before being associated with it? So I did, I was not allowed to watch the show before being associated with it. And um, it was a very good point that was made as to why I wasn't wanted to watch it. Um, Someone made a point that if I were in their shoes, would I want them to watch my entire life fall apart? And that was a valid point. So I didn't watch it. I respected that. I understood that. And yeah. the second that ended, I went and binged everything, like fast, <laughs> binged everything. And I could see why someone didn't want me to watch it. I fully yeah. could see. Yeah, totally. What'd you think about my ugly crying? <laughs> I'm such an ugly crier. Oh, God. Okay, Kim Poor Kardashian. Baby. I know. Oh, RIP. Uh, you know You're not the only one who ugly cried. Oh, so. <laughs> true. You look pretty good. Um, <laughs> what does your family think of your past relationships? This can be about any relationship, but just in general... Uh, have they been supportive? Have they been like, what, what is this girl doing? Have they, you know, so what are their thoughts to, um, the people who watch my TikToks, I have an OGX. If you know what OGX means, awesome. So I was with my OGX for four years. I won't say his name on here because I still have respect for him. Um, but I was with him for let's say three and a half, almost four years. And my family absolutely loved him. 
he was the person that they thought I was going to get married to. And he was genuinely just such an amazing person. They still have photos of us up in their house. It's kind of weird for uh-huh. me. It is very weird for me. My mom has a picture of us on her bedroom mantle. Um, very weird, but they love him. And my most recent ex, they actually never met him. Um, very, I'm very private with my relationships unless I see you being someone that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. I don't bring you around my family. Your mom, obviously, I don't know her She comments yet, on but- all your TikToks. Does she? she does. Oh my god! She texted me one day and it. she goes, "Kim responded to my TikTok." I was like, "Oh, oh my god!" <laughs> I've been trying to respond. Wait, okay. After, let me know what her handle is, and I'll just keep an eye out. Um, so, Brittany, are you single now, or are you dating? I know we just talked earlier about enjoying the single life, but how's that? I'm super single. Um, I after getting dumped. I don't know what to call it. Whatever happened, happened. I actually met this great guy. Um, his name was Vince. I'll just say, I don't care. Um, this great guy, Vince. <laughs> great guy. And I just like thought the stars in the moon of him. He was amazing. And he ghosted me. And it then happens. not yeah. done. About oh, a month shit. later, okay. he reaches back out. I am so sorry. Like, I was just going through a lot. Yada, yada, yada. Let's try again. I I tried again. He ghosted me two days later. So. What is up with guys? Are you serious? Yeah. So I'm just taking a break. I love being single and. Isn't it nice? Independence. Get yeah. to do whatever I want, whenever I want. I can go to sleep at night in peace. Mm-hmm. Not having to worry about what your partner is doing or who they're doing it with. Yeah, totally. Uh, so speaking of dating, when you do feel ready to jump back in, what are like mm-hmm. the red flags that you look for in a guy? Um, Number one, if he tries to control me and tries to control who I'm friends with and what I do for fun and how I look, what I wear, just anything like that. It's a massive red flag. And yes. I I have a lot of guy friends. That was mentioned earlier. At the end of the day, if, I, if I'm dating a guy, he can go or stay. Those guys, they're staying no matter what. So, I mean, they've been your friend since you said high school or middle yeah. school. Like. There's no, there's no winning there. So that's probably my biggest red flag in dating is if they're insecure with themselves to where they take it out on me. Yes, totally. Uh, Definitely relate to that. I've been in relationships in the past where the person I'm dating claims to hate every single person I'm friends with Mm -hmm. and doesn't want to be friends with them anymore. And I respected that wish. And I hate that I did that because I lost a lot of good friends along the way and I was able to you know regain some of those friendships but like for what like it wasn't worth losing the friendship to begin with I think yeah I will also never date a man that owns more name brand clothing than I do that is (laughs) another massive red flag yes oh my god yeah you know what this guy on hinge uh last week he matched me oh my god Beautiful guy, beautiful teeth, hair, 6'4", muscular, just beautiful. So hot, you know, and a manly-looking man. But then, you know, I saw, like, the Gucci this, the Louis Vuitton that, the this and that. And I'm like, that's – I think, like, having nice things is nice, but you don't need to flaunt it. And the fact that he was flaunting it so much, I was like, clearly, like, I mean, those things mean too much to you. You know, so totally, totally get that. Uh, Brittany, what about like green flags? What are green flags that you look in? And what, mm-hmm. speaking of green flags, another question is like, what initially attracted you to one of your most recent exes? Because that's something that people are curious about too. What do you look for in a guy? What are you attracted to? What stands out? Oh, 
he was tall. <laughs> that yeah. honestly, it's fine. You can say it. Yeah, he mm-hmm. was tall. Um, and he was so easy to talk to, and he was so kind to me, and he said all of the right things, and lifted me up and made me feel beautiful and he wanted to spend time with me he wanted to be around me all the time he was interested in my life um he really loved my job he loved seeing me in scrubs like he always hyped me up when you'd see me in them and just the way he uplifted me at the beginning was such a green flag to me and how often he wanted to be around me he just made me feel valued and wanted at first keyword would you say yeah and would you say like reflecting on that situation specifically does that come off as love bombing because I didn't know what love bombing was until I got out of a relationship where love bombing was like the thing yeah that right like that was the word that was coming to my head I love bombing to the core my best friend Caitlin she got love bombed hard and it blows my mind that I didn't recognize that the same thing was happening to me. So a green flag initially, but then it kind of becomes like a red flag if it's too much. Uh, but yeah, Face just like having orange. like, yeah, yes, definitely. Uh, but yeah, I agree. I agree with you. Uh, somebody submitted a question. Would you date a mama's boy again? You know, she's thinking <laughs> Wow, I'm really to surprised you're thinking so much. I'm like immediate to no, like to an extent. Yeah. Like I feel like I feel like it's okay to love your mom. You're supposed to love your mom. So I would absolutely date a guy that has a normal, healthy, good relationship with his mom and loves her and he occasionally goes over to her house miles down the road. Wouldn't date one that like that's their go to person and they let their mother control and dictate their entire life yeah it's I think for me like it's good to have a relationship with your parents and I think that's healthy that's amazing you should respect your mom and love love her and care about her but you need to have those boundaries and especially at a certain age aka when you're 18 you're out of the house grow up like have that healthy relationship, care about her, do things for her, you know, Mother's Day, things like that. But yeah, to 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 a point. I think you and I both have dealt with mama's boys in the past. And for me, I'm scarred when I, not to bring up Hinge again, but like when I see a guy with the picture of him and his mom on his Hinge, I'm like, nope, bye, triggered. Can't do it. Immediate trigger. I... I I was on Hinge last night. I'm actually going to send it to you right after this. And I saw a picture of a guy flexing. And his mom, he's, he took the picture in a photo. And his mom is the one holding the camera, taking the picture for him in the background, in the mirror. You're going to have Wait. to add that on here. Wait, yeah. so he is taking a mirror picture? Or, or she's... He, he's flexing and she's taking it. standing and you in front of the mirror. Yes, she's like over here in the background with the phone. That is I so embarrassing. I Did to. you screenshot? Yes. But yeah. <laughs> Good. Okay. Yeah. That. No, that's too much. Immediate X. Nope. Can't match that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, PTSD. So very, very much PTSD. My next question. This question's from myself. Mm-hmm. Have you had any noteworthy fan interactions so i want you to also talk about that hinge match that you got too from navid oh yes um okay. so i have talked to some really awesome people and i've messaged back and forth t- tons of people and one sticks out her name i'm not gonna put her name out here but she messages me all the time she's super sweet and she checks in on how I'm doing. She understands that the show can take a mental toll on your health. Um, so she's yes. just super sweet. She checks in on me and like, I genuinely appreciate it. She's just not snooping for details. Like she genuinely cares about how I'm doing. And then Isn't that like a lot of people genuinely care. Like, and I feel 
in a way where we kind of are like daughters to some of them, you yeah. know, because they want to give us that dating advice so badly and that we're able to actually connect with them. It's really cool. And they do genuinely care. It. And then I was on Hinge same same night, last night, when the guy and his mom in the shirtless photo and the steroid flexing. Um, a few, like, I was just going through people who liked me. And this guy named Naveed, I'm so sorry, Naveed, if you're listening, um, he <laughs> liked one of my pictures and he left a little comment and it said something along the lines of, if you go on my TikTok, you'll see it, um, something along the lines of, I know you've dated mama's boys in the past. It's time for you to date a real man. I was so embarrassed. Immediate now. Immediate. You know too much yeah, about my life. That's happened to me multiple times, actually, like. I was out, it was like a few weeks ago, my friends and I were sitting out, you know, on the front patio watching people walk by and this guy walks past us and he like makes eye contact with me and then he comes into the bar and he's like, Hey, I feel like I know you from somewhere. Like he sits down with us and I was like, I didn't bring up the show. And then he's like, I feel like I know you. I feel like I know you. Mm -hmm. So eventually I'm like, yeah, I was on, you know, the TLC show. He's like, Oh yeah. And then all of a sudden. He knows every single detail. Now he knows like where he knew me from. He's like, oh yeah, wait, so how's Brittany? He brought you up. He literally knew every single detail. Yes. Anyways, he ends up asking for my phone number. I gave it to him because like he's a cute guy, whatever. And he got really creepy, really obsessive. And I haven't texted him back at all. So uh, super fans who are interested in dating you are probably not a good fit because they have an impression of you from what they've seen on, on a show. And that's just not who you are fully as a person. And I also feel like it's kind of a red flag. If a man is watching, I love a mama's boy. Yeah. Uh, I know I mean, a lot of no husbands that watch the show, you know, husbands, with their, exactly. Yeah. I can't imagine the type of guy I'm interested in dating sitting down on a Sunday night watching I love a mama's boy. Like it's such a, <laughs> like my TikTok is 97 point something percent women. Like, sir, what are you doing being one of those 2.2%? The next question is, have you been rec recognized out like in person besides like apps and stuff? Have you been recognized out when you're like shopping or out in Sacramento? I have. I get recognized a lot at my work by patients. Um, that's always interesting. And they, I feel bad because I know these people on a personal level and like, I know their life stories. They know my life stories. And then I can't talk about me being on the show before it airs. So surprise, surprise. Next thing they know when they're coming in for their checkup appointment, like girl, you're on TLC. What? Um, and it's hard for me because I can't tell them anything. I am in contract yeah. and it's, I've built these relationships with these people and I essentially can't tell them much. Um, so at yeah. work a lot, I get recognized and then I've gotten recognized in public once. The lady was super sweet. She had her daughters run up, run up to me and go, this is super weird, but are you on I Love a Mama's Boy? It was adorable. Yeah, I get people messaging me on Instagram that they saw me at a certain place and they don't say hi and it kind of bums me out because I think that would just be so fun to talk to them. Yeah. But they'll message me and say they saw me somewhere. Okay, uh, a good little segue here, uh, unrelated. Just in generally speaking, have you ever been cheated on? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. um, nice. Yeah. Same. Every, yeah, All, every, every guy. Every guy. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I Many relationships from my past have been cheated on, and it sucks. Like, I have, like, no trust now, and that is such a bummer because I'm such a trusting person. How do you feel about infidelity, and how do you feel about second chances for people who have cheated on you? Um, there was one guy I took. I gave him every chance he wanted every single chance he wanted because I was so in love with him. Like I just turned a blind eye to every little thing he did to me. And in the, at the end, I still ended up being broken. Um, yeah, he hurt me more than anyone will ever be able to hurt me. And so at this point, if you, if you do cheat on me and you are unfaithful, there is no second chance. I 
I don't even want to talk to you. You're just simply cut out of my life. I yeah. have no respect. That's very well said. I was really big on second chances for a very long time. And now I don't give any at all because it's like, there's no point. I think once somebody shows their true colors, that's who they are. And that's, you should just cut your ties then and there. I think it's different, you know, with friendships like you know there are like yeah. there's some gray area with that but when it comes to dating if a guy shows his true colors listen to your gut you know writings on the wall and just kind of cut your ties exactly sooner rather than, rather than later do you still stay in contact with any of your exes um one of my exes he'll message me like every seven months telling me I got a piece of mail at the house that's oh my that's god about it <laughs> really still wow it was one job and I had to message them and say like please change my address yeah so that's the most contact I've had with an ex yeah I don't have any contact with my exes uh the guy I dated like all throughout college high school to college he cheated on me also and he I was like I have a bad feeling about this girl I, and he's like, you know, we're just friends. We're just friends. We're, you know, Every and time. I was like, okay, well, guess what? Now they're married. So <laughs> Every time. yeah. Yeah. I've always had this big thing because I, I don't mind if guys I'm dating have friends as long as you're comfortable bringing me around them. Yes. I don't care. Yeah. But if you are so weird about me meeting your, your girlfriends, it's, it's a no go. It's a no-go. Exactly. Yeah. And with my situation, yeah. he was like, I forgot to meet her. And I was like, why? Exactly. You know, why? What's the problem? I'm not crazy. Exactly. Yeah. You don't have to be uh, friends with everyone I'm friends with. Oh, I hate that. Brittany, what was your favorite part about filming? And what was your least favorite part about filming? Just vaguely speaking. My favorite part about filming was actually the team. Um, the producers were amazing. I wanted to quit halfway through. Like I was done. I, after that lunch scene, I was done. I did not want to continue anymore. I like, I was done. And the producer seriously was amazing to me. He and she comforted, comforted me so much and just talked me through everything. And they basically held my hand the rest of the way through because I was uncomfortable and that yeah. last scene that you guys saw, I was shaking. My That was the hardest thing I probably ever had to do because I knew that so many people were going to be seeing it. And yeah. they held my hand the entire way. So they were the best part and probably the only good part about filming. Um, the worst part would probably be knowing that all my friends and family are going to see this and all my exes and all my exes friends. And like, I had so much anxiety even before the season aired because I knew that every single person I know, every single person was going to know about this and people have secrets on me. Like what are people going to say? Are people that I'm friends with going to talk bad about me? Are acquaintances going people from high school? Like, I'll be the first one I, to air my dirty laundry. That's good. I think for me, like, I I really don't have too much dirty laundry. I just, like, I'm a very sensitive person. Yeah. So I care a lot about people's opinions of me. And, you know, you don't control what's aired, what's not aired. Exactly. So just letting people form their own opinions about you was, was really challenging. Yeah. We – okay, so, Brittany, you and I <laughs> – I'm reading my notes – We've both been called clout chasers just for speaking about our pasts and making light of what we have experienced. What are your thoughts on that? We had to live through this once and we are reliving through it a second time. And I feel like we're allowed to have a voice and kind of mock our situation if we want to. I make TikToks completely laughing at myself and mocking the situation and having fun with it. So if it's my way of coping or your way of coping, so be it. It's better than sitting there letting other people 
form opinions based off of watching 11 episodes of you. Yes, I totally agree. And for me, obviously, like this is a brand new situation for you. I like, you know, this all ended for me a year ago. So people for me are like, why are you still talking about it? And I'm still getting messaged about it every day. Yeah. If I check my phone right now, I got a DM five within the past five minutes. I've probably gotten at least five like messages. And I love having these conversations with people, but the people who are like, well, why are you still talking about it? They don't understand that to this day, it's still affecting me. For you, Brittany, like five years from now, you'll probably still get a message from somebody who is watching the show for the very first time because yeah. it's on an app, it you know, airs. or it's you know, and they're, they're able to watch it. Your season and it airs in two? Country. Yeah, your season two is playing in Australia right now. People are watching yeah. your season two for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy. I think in regards to like people calling us clout chasers, it's like, you know, at the end of the day, we're just having fun with it. You and I, we both made mistakes. We both learned a lot. We both grown a lot. And I think the best thing you can do is just laugh at yourself. And you know, for me, like, that's how I cope. I think yeah. that's how you cope too. And you know, we're just at the end of the day, we're having fun. Don't take it so seriously. Uh, you know, we're just living our lives, yeah, okay? I get a lot of the move on messages. We're moved on. We're still gonna yes. laugh about it though. Yeah. I'm like, girl, no, I moved I moved on. I moved uh out of state. You moved on. <laughs> Bye. Looking back, would you choose to do reality TV again? Um I don't necessarily think I chose to do it in the first place. I would not choose to do it again. I I was asked to come on and I agreed given the circumstances that I was provided of if you do this happens, if you don't, this happens. And so I agreed to do it. They were very excited about doing this and it was something that I wanted to do to make them happy. At the end of the day, I feel like it wasn't worth it. It just yeah. wasn't worth it. I totally see where you're coming from with that. It's, it's a lot. Uh, I, you know, I've talked about like the pros and cons of being on reality TV. I, I personally would do it again because I, a lot of light was shed on things that I yeah. didn't realize were issues. And I think I would have still, if it had not been for the show, I might still be stuck uh, in a life that I'm unhappy in. And so that's amazing. Like that's in itself is amazing. I've also been able to like connect with the fans, connect with you, uh, but couldn't agree with you more about like how big of a toll it takes on like your yeah. mental health. I can see myself doing something solo, like, well, we're going on the bachelorette. <laughs> Let's do it, girl. <laughs> something solo. Maybe not going on to something with someone that I'm already dating. Yeah, it did open my eyes a lot, though. I will say that. Yeah. Um, and it introduced me to thousands of amazing people and Kim and I've met so many great people through this, but just the experience I personally had during filming was the show was great. The producers were great. I'll reiterate that just the personal experiences that I had to go through made it not worth it, but maybe yeah. bachelorette or like something without someone else would be awesome. Yeah, totally. Uh, two final questions. If you guys are still watching and sticking around, thanks so much for watching so far. I know these are a lot of questions, but hopefully you guys are liking our conversations around them. Brittany, two more questions. Hypothetically, this is a very hypothetical question. If you were stuck in a room with one of your exes and he wasn't allowed to say anything back to you, what is one thing you would say to him? It's a tough one. How many words? As many, probably not a full paragraph, but you know, sentence too. And he can't say anything back. Can't come after you. Zip tied. Zipper. And again, this is about no X in particular. This is very vague. But yeah, if you could just say one thing. Got anything, Britt? Just go shove your Gucci shoes up your ass. 
That's like the most Britney response ever. I love that. You're so sassy and forward. I love it. Uh, I'm all thinking like all like pageant response. Like <laughs> wish you the best, but you don't deserve the best kind of thing. Last question, Britney. Is there anything you want to say to the viewers, the listeners who have supported you throughout your journey? You guys are the only thing that has made all of this worth it to me. Um, I've received messages of, from teenage girls, older women saying how, and it's surprising to me because I've never thought of myself as inspiring in any way, but I receive messages saying that I've inspired others to take a stand for themselves and be confident and speak their mind, speak their truth. And you have no idea how much that means to me because I've never been confident. I've never been in one to stand up for myself and at least I've thought and watching this back I kind of do see myself in a different light and knowing that I am out there showing you guys all of these things and being vulnerable and just receiving those messages means the absolute world to me it blows my mind every time it makes me just want to cry because right I wish I know I wish 10 years ago I knew I knew I'd be able to stand up for myself. I just wish I knew that. Yeah, no. And Brittany, thank you. Like, seriously, like you've inspired me. Like, I know I love how much you speak your mind. Other people see that too. You have inspired a lot of people and we love you so much. Uh, Brittany, what are your social handles? If viewers want to follow you, if they don't already, already follow you on social media, what's your Instagram? What's your TikTok? What's your Twitter? It Spell is, it out for us. It I think is they're all, all the all same, same, right? All the same thing yeah. since I was like 13 years old. Britty Tay. It is B R I T T Y T A Y Y. Britty Tay. Nice. Awesome. So cute. Well, thanks again, Brittany, so much for uh, being on my podcast. You did an incredible job. Everybody is virtually clapping for you and air hugging you. Uh, <laughs> Me too, guys. But I really. Me too. Hugs back, but I really appreciate you being on. It's really cool that you and I have gotten to connect throughout this whole process. I know that you and I will stay connected uh, for a long time, and I'm really proud of you. Seriously, like the last episode was insane. You are such a badass. I know the rest of the world sees that too, and wish you nothing but the best. I know that you're gonna find somebody who is worth you because the people from your past aren't and yeah just really thankful that you were on the show i love you uh, angel oh thank you thank you guys so much if you're watching on youtube we're waving goodbye to you uh but we love you guys so much thanks for listening to the my lips aren't sealed podcast if you haven't already Quick reminder to subscribe or follow me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. I share a new podcast episode every Tuesday, and I love the community that we are continuing to grow every week. I think I hit like 5,000 followers on Instagram, my podcast account. I'm like so happy. But the numbers don't matter. The people do, and I love being able to connect with each and every one of you guys. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode and we will chat more next week.